Hello, and welcome to episode 40 of Man vs. Business. My name is Les Janes, and I am here with my co-host, Sean McManaman. This week, Sean and I are discussing A3 reporting, what they are, how to use them, and when. So with that, let's start the show. So Sean, how are you doing today? Good, Les. How are you? You are this not. Is our, intro every, this is our intro every single time. I know. You're not yeah. in California this time, though. No, I'm in the same time zone as you. I'm in Houston today. Yeah, so you can't tell me the weather. I'm sure it's nice, though. It's, the hotel's nice. I don't know what it's like outside. <laughs> Probably muggy. <laughs> so last week we talked about... Uh, we talked about 5S. We kind of extended the conversation, and we got some uh, good feedback on uh, that particular topic. Uh, several people that I know of, friends and stuff, said that they really enjoyed it. Um, this week, we're kind of going on into kind of a uh, an area that's a lot like 5S, and I kind of think of 5S as being somewhat of the heartbeat, but there's a lot of people out in the lean world that really think this particular topic is the is the five S of lean and that is a three reporting. So I guess the first thing we should touch on is, you know, what a three is. So, right. And I mean, I understand the comments as to, you know, whether it's the, the heartbeat of it or, you know, the, 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 the guts of, of lean and five S processes, because you have to communicate, you have to yes. make sure people. And so what's, what is a, what is a good way of relatively standard? And I'll, I'll put the air quotes up for relatively standard because, okay, there is a standard, format on a standard sheet of paper, but what you do on it is not necessarily standard, but it does have some key criteria and key components that you, that we're going to talk about today. Yep, I agree. So first of all, talking about the, the definition of an A3, uh, the reason it's called an A3 is because it's uh, on an 11 by 17 size, international size paper. And of course, they call those, you know, A3, A2, A3, you know, so on and so forth. And A3 yeah. is the the size of an 11 by 17 roughly Mm -hmm. put my air quotes up roughly um and the a3 is is a a one-page reporting tool used for documenting the necessary information needed for progress reports and discussion uh discussion making so that doesn't necessarily help you on an A3, though, say, when I when I, I say blah 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 exactly when I read that 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 uh, definition, I kind of go, you know what? That really doesn't uh, help me out a lot, other than you're trying to stay on one piece of paper, you know. Uh, and there's so much more to it than that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We don't want any kind of stuffy definition because the thing is, when you are leading a lean the lean journey and, and you know have the five S process going. I mean, you want to make it engaging with people. Yeah. So, you know, a stuffy old definition. Okay. Basically, put it the way I, I know it, and hopefully I'm not jumping the gun on you here, Les. Is no, go ahead. It's, 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 it's how you do the Plan, Do, Check, Act. Yes. Right? You have title, and Plan, Do, Check, Act, you know, from the from the, the lean concept and the lean, the lean um, structure drives you into providing that type of information on an A3 size piece of paper. Yeah, in fact, I've 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 seen a great diagram that kind of takes the the uh, A3 reporting sections and highlights the planning part of it, the doing part of it, the checking part of it and the acting part of the actual 
the actual form. So it does follow that uh, dimming wheel or dimming mm-hmm. cycle for uh, you know planning, doing, checking, and acting a, out a, a complete process improvement. I think some of the key components to an A3 reporting tool uh, is, and why it's, it's, from what I've read, is making a resurgence uh, because I think it kind of fell off with some of the technology stuff, and I think it's making a resurgence as to, as to how it's being used, and that is that it's, it's simple and it's very straightforward because, one, you're using a single sheet of paper, and two, you're following somewhat of a defined template structure. Now, the details within it are where it's customized and, and where uh, uh, you can flow it and not necessarily have boundaries to what you're trying to document. But um, uh, that's why some people actually say simple yet hard. And the reason they say it's hard is because it takes practice. Right. It, takes, it takes practice to update, to fill out, to to because it is a living document, right? It's, yes, it's, it's the progress of of the events and activities that you're doing yeah. in your in your five S and, and lean process. Um, so hard, and, and you know that's the thing that you and I talked about a little earlier. Uh-huh. Okay, who maintains it, and how you know how hard is it to maintain? Well, how often? How often do you update it? I guess it, it depends on what all is going on. What you're trying to do, exactly. I think the other thing that I wanted to note was that. It's all about structured thinking. That's the other component that an A3 is adding to you, is it's adding structured thinking. Now, what do I mean by structured thinking? You want me to tell you what you mean by structured exactly. thinking? Exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm pointing at you, is, is what do I mean by structured thinking? It's a good thing I could see, because I could see that you were actually asking me a question. Well, structured thinking is... is Generating, generating the actions based on planning and, and forethought of yes. what has to happen and then what happens as a result of that action being completed. That's structured thinking. It's not just one step ahead. It's two and three steps ahead. So what happens after each of these actions are completed? Back to the thing that we talked about you know, in our first almost year of, of uh, podcasting is planning. Planning is, is huge. Huge. The best way to the best way to understand where you're going to go is to plan ahead of time. Yeah, you know some other key points that uh, that are important to an A3 um, and that should be addressed is um, you want it to all you you definitely want it to capture the current condition and the target condition. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to uh, the tool actually forces the capture and dissemination of. Lots of facts and data onto one sheet, so that's another uh, unique point to it. Another one, and the one that I like the most, is less words, more pictures and charts. Yes, you because know, you need to you need to tell the story, and and not necessarily over communicate on things that aren't relevant or usable. Right. You know, because you, you you know you said one thing which is one hundred percent correct on the sheet. You need to have. Tons of information, but it's only it's only it's only data if it doesn't get turned into information, right? That's you know fun thing to talk about. What's data? What's information? So the A three report should have information on it, and it's information that that is actionable information. Yes, yeah, you know, um, I think that um, also um, you know by by doing an A three report, you're actually 
kind of defining what's important just due to the fact that you've got limitations mm-hmm. to that piece of paper. You, you literally, you question yourself, hey, do I need to put this on there? Because I've only got so much room. You know, so you ask yourself those questions, which is what builds towards that structured thinking, and you make yourself step through, well, you know, I've got this chart that represents this information, but, oh, I've got these two other charts that could show this. You know, I can't put all three of them on there. What would be the best thing to do? Is there a way to combine the three pieces of information into one, or should I only present one? You know, so it it makes you step through all that thought process. Well, I, I kind of liken this to um, high school. I'll tell you in, in a minute. I think taking what your your comment there is, thinking about what can go on this sheet of paper, it also helps you uh, really understand what is on that A3 size piece of paper and that information. And when I say it reminds me of high school, the best thing my junior year chemistry teacher said was you could take a, a 3 by 5 index card with all the notes you could fit on it. Yeah, I, mean, I could write. I could write microscopically. Man, I, I could too. I can write microscopically. You know, being an engineer, kind of. I guess that's where I was headed. Well, my mine was designer. You know, but the, yeah. But the thing is, did I look at that card once during the test? No, because I knew everything I needed to know because I had to put the right stuff on that card. And did I? And I wrote it, and probably wrote it two or three times to make sure that it was neat enough that I could read it if I needed it. But the thing is, I knew. I knew the concept, and I think that was that was my chemistry teacher's goal is to make sure that we studied by telling us we could take this card in. So right. I, I kind of I kind of project that onto this A three report. The people that are involved, the people that are, are working the report, providing the information to it, if they have that limitation, then they are like you said, and we'll say it again. Maybe that's the top the theme of this this uh, discussion here is structured. Yeah, structured. So I yeah. think that is one of the key words. You know why you didn't have to look at that card during the test? Why? Because you made the card. Oh yeah, right. You know, yeah. yeah. You, you know, you you literally went through the the work and the pain, the the understanding, and literally at the time you were thinking about building that card, you were building all that information into your head. And I think you're right. That's a great analogy um, as to. Uh, what you're doing with an A3. You can just think of it as the oversized cheat sheet, and And, it's really defining the stuff. 35, 35, 40 years later, I still know Lewis structure and electron spin. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, you know, one of the things I also came across is that uh, um, doing these A3s is like being a crime scene investigator. I thought that that was a good, a pretty good analogy because you're looking for the clues you're trying to figure out the site. You're trying to figure out what happened, how it happened. You're defining the background, uh, which kind of leads me into making sure that we touch on the elements of an A3. So it's not, we've used the word structured, and while it has structure, it also has some um, uh, yeah, flexibility. flexibility and fluidness through it too. But there are some key sections to any of the types of A3s that you do uh, that are important. So I was going to step through those. Background is important. So somehow defining the background. And again, use less words, more pictures. You have to always define the problem. That, yep. was, that was kind of one of, the, one of the things that even my kids kind of laughed at me whenever something was wrong. I was like, okay, let's look and think of what the problem is. If you don't define the problem, you can't come up with a plan to solve it. Yep, current situation or problem. Then uh, goals and targets. 
You know, what are you what are you trying to solve or get to with this particular? If this is an improvement A three, what are you trying to get to? Uh, if it's a problem A three, uh, what's the root cause analysis? Go through a mm-hmm. root cause analysis. Um, then when you get to the, you know, that's the plan and the do. When you get to the uh, check, you know, what are the action items and the proposed uh, implementation plan? Uh, what are your verification measures? Uh, then what are your follow-ups? You know, so those are some of the key uh, elements to an A3, and it's just a matter of boxing off a little bit that 11 by 17 piece of paper with the the plan usually i've seen it to where the plan is on the left side and the uh do check and act are on the right side and but depending on what you're capturing float it around you know so one of the first things i think we should talk about and this one's one that i think we'll kind of debate on a little bit um is that when doing an a3 everyone says use pencil and paper you have any Hmm. thoughts on that uh, I do. I'm, I'm an Excel guy, so to me, to me, you build, you would build it in Excel so that you have data on a separate tab that fills in the the uh, charts and graphs and. The so some would say, some would say, well, actually, quite a few um, uh, lean um, traditionalists, I guess you'd call would say that if you're trying to use computers to do uh, an A3 report, you're missing the point. And here's why they say that. Because going going back to our word of structure and thinking, the purist says that if you're literally by hand... Um, sketching out and handwriting, it's making you think about that micro writing that you did on that little tiny card, and it's and it's making you figure out how to define it and clearly structure it to where um, it makes sense. You know, to where and, and they also say if you if you wind up doing it twelve times over and over again, that's part of the learning process and that's part of getting better at it. It's something something about the digital media, they say, abstracts part of the whole point of doing an A3. Okay, so here's the question for you. Okay. How many people do the A3? I, 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 I couldn't tell you. Well, see, I mean, no, but I mean in, in your organization. Oh. So who produces, who produces this, this nice report out, this, this, this nice piece of information that communicates to the team what all is going on? It's mainly managers. All right, and so so them doing it by hand makes them really understand. Does that does that convey the needs of the other than managers people, as opposed to? And this is where I would argue because I like using Excel. And, I knew and, I knew this one would get you going. <laughs> right, and and the thing is, whether you're building whether you're building you know a graph with with uh, data and equations and things like that to to generate nice colorful because to me. You have to have something that's colorful up there. Are you going to color it by hand too? No. Okay. So all the ones I've ever seen white. by hand are all black and white. Yeah. So you're going to put some black and white thing up there, uh-huh. and then you're going to say, "Hey, people, pay attention to this." Yeah. I think it. I think it has to be. It has to be something that is eye catching, and and the thing that you need to do on it. And if it does, if it takes coloring it, fine, color it. 
But but the thing is, if if uh, you can present it in such a way that every time it gets published, people know the difference. So that's that's the key. Here now, here, here's the thing that you're missing out of this. I do believe Go there's ahead. there's a third wheel out of this. We've talked about we've talked about um, structure, and we've talked about. Um, Oh, what's the other one? Structure and and layout or whatever you want to call it. But the third piece of this is the communication side of it, why you're actually doing it. You're not actually doing it to present. You're actually doing it the way it's defined as a communication support. Right. You're not you're not you're using it to go up to somebody and talk to them about the process. You're not going to hang it on a wall necessarily and say, hey, everybody just when you get a chance, come by and look at this thing and you'll know what's going on. It really, the the goal of it really is more of a uh, communication tool with your manager or with your supervisor on, one, presenting your thoughts for an improvement or uh showing to them your progress on a project or something like that. Well, I completely agree that it is a, it is a communication tool, but whether you hang it on a wall and you sit and put it on a, uh, on a table and you have two or three people on your team and the, 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 the interested parties, they're the ones that have to look at it and understand the flow. Sure. So now, so, so, so now, yeah, we have a debate on whether it should be done in Excel or <laughs> But, but, but I was going to, I was going to add something to this to, 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 to get off my, my high horse and my, my counter questioning to this scenario. I'm with you. I'm a digital well, guy. I'm a digital guy. I don't do it in Excel. Um, I actually use, uh, uh, PowerPoint, PowerPoint yeah, actually. I guess I'm not as I'm not as good on PowerPoint. Yeah, and I've actually tried it in Excel, and I've tried it on Visio, and I've but I've found in my personal use that I'm able to combine the worlds of freehand um, imagery um, and layout with with PowerPoint the best out of everything I've tried. Now, yeah, because I, I'm with you. I'm not a huge fan of sitting down in, a, in front of a piece of paper unless I'm making a piece of art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that's really the only time that I'm using paper is when I'm actually drawing a piece of art. And I'm not sure I necessarily w- would consider this art. So I think in this day and age, I I, I would make the argument with a, with a lean um, traditionalist, you know, come on. Come on, man! <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. Try, it, try it electronically. It, when I when I heard, right? What I've heard, and and I take it to heart because it's it's true. No matter what you present or use as a discussion tool, yeah, you better darn well know the guts of yes. the information. Yes. So if you if 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 this is the result, or or if it's the first time you're putting out an A three report on you know a problem or, or you know something that you've got to find a root cause for yeah you know you better know all, all your information and, and you better have your facts straight so that when you sit down with the team and communicate hey this is this is what we're going to do over the next six weeks or whatever however long it takes uh, based on this structure you better fully understand it whether you do it by hand or by computer it doesn't matter but the thing is i also i mean it's it's something that after you do that you're going to hang it you are going to hang it up I hang it up. I hang yes. it up next to the next to the, the, the schedule. And I do okay? too. 
So you, right. And you want people to, you want people that, that are passing by maybe even another, another leader in the organization, HR maybe, or finance or something like that. And they come by and say, well, what's going on over here? And, and it's something that I'm sure they've heard of in staff meetings or things like that, but then they can see and follow through what's going on. They don't have to participate in it, but it's nice for people to, to, um, be conversant in the goings on elsewhere in the company. And, yep. and, and I would, I would always invite, and I use a finance guy or an HR person to, to go that direction and, and be conversant in what all is going on just so that you can be a better part of the team and provide input at some point that would support the, the process, I would imagine. Well, and the other thing I like about an A3 is it literally tells the story of your continuous improvement activities. Mm-hmm. It's one of the tools that kind of you can thumb through and game and show somebody like an auditor or something like that. Hey, here's some of the different things we've worked on and they can see the story on that single page. So it's a very nice tool for doing that. So there's two questions I think we ought to try to address before we, before we leave this topic. And the first one is when should you start using an A3 reporting? And I have a thought on it and we'll, and I'll pass it by and just see what you think here is that I think you've got to start um, doing A3s during your 5S activity. Most companies, when they start a lean, a lean program, they start off with 5S. And during that 5S, use A3 reporting to document your 5S activities. And what I believe that does is that starts getting people used to seeing 5Ss, even though maybe the somebody in the front office is the one creating them all. Um, but that at least gets people to start getting used to seeing them and then when you start getting into, you know, when you're a ways down your 5S road and you start getting into uh, problem solving and waste identification, things like that, and you start assigning people uh, certain projects, certain Kaizen of projects, get them to start doing their first A3 during that time and you'll have plenty of 5S A3s to show them, you know, hey, here's some examples mm-hmm. and use the structure and try it out. And you then become the sensei of saying, when you're done, when you got it to a certain point, show it to me real quick. Take three minutes and show it to me and start explaining it to me. And I might say, go back and work on it some more. Or I might say, hey, you're going down the right direction. And that's mm-hmm. how you're going to start getting people engaged in it and start working people through it. And when they do finish one, recognize them. And then you work down the, the pecking order for other people to engage. And it takes a little bit of time, but in my mind, that's probably the best way that I could think of to start you know, using A3s within your environment. I agree. I think uh, your summary, or use that as a summary of you know, how to use it, when to use it, um, how, how then other people should be using it as you go down the line um, later in time in your, in your lean journey. Um, you know, the thing is, the thing is you have to make sure that it, when you introduce it, it's something that is going to be understood and then sticks. So I I would say like for me right now, where where I am in the, uh, sorting stage of 5S, putting up, putting up a, a, an A3 report on, you know, everything that we're planning on doing might not be as impactful because people are just still now throwing stuff out, getting, getting stuff out of their space into the right space that it's in. Well, you can, you can put an A3 up in, in all of its different stages. It doesn't have to be completed. 
You know, you sure. might just have the background and, you know, the uh, the goal documented. And that's as far as you've gotten so far. And, and post that up. And then you say, well, when we get to this next point, the, you know, the uh, uh, where we get into the doing or the checking or the, you know, proposed implementation or verification, then we start completing it out. I think the other, and I and I set this as a question. I think I somewhat answered it, but you know, how do you roll it out? Was the other question, and I had three statements there: be an example, train, and set the expectations. Mm-hmm. That's really what you're trying to do with anybody you start to engage in, not only doing 5S but creating the A3. So, set the example. You know, show show what an A3 does. Train them how to use an A3. And then set the expectation and just keep going. And over time, it'll start to it'll start it'll to okay. stick. You know, mm-hmm. so I just I really think that you know, in summarizing this 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 tool, it's I think it was an important one to touch on because one, I think it's especially in American culture, it's not used quite as much, and I think it's been drug over. You know, Toyota, of course, we always hear always hear about. Toyota being the big driving factor in a lot of these ideas and, and thought processes. But uh, I really do believe that um, performing an A3 really helps with that, with that structured thinking and eliminates the, the death by PowerPoint, you know, and um, starts to, you know, give you an avenue for defining what you're doing, where you're going and how you're going to get there. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I think you're right. The uh, the summary is it's a single page with all the proper information. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I'll I'll go to another example from high school now to college. The hardest thing in college was getting a topic to write a paper, and and the uh, professor said only use two pages. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because because uh, you know usually in high school you want to get fifteen twenty pages. You think you're going to get a higher grade because of the the uh, amount of paper. Right, uh, and, then, and the number of words, but uh, that's not where the the real uh, benefit to the reader is. It's it's in the quality of the content, yep. and that's what that's what an A A three report gives you quality in the content presented for discussion. Yeah. So uh, so those that haven't ever used an A three, there's lots of documentation on using A three. So you know you can simply. You know, do a search. Plenty of books written out there on specifically on A3s that you you can find. Uh, let's get into our picks, and then uh, we'll uh, go ahead and leave it from there. Uh, my pick of the week is uh, shower boards instead of whiteboards. Uh, good pick. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I came across this um, in my CrossFit days, um, and they had. In, when you walk in the CrossFit room, there was actually a board there, and I was like, "Now, where did that board came from, come from?" And they were like, "Just buy shower board from Home Depot." I'm like, "Shower board? What the heck is that?" Sure enough, there's a uh, right there in the plywood area. There's a thin eighth inch four by eight sheet of what they call shower board, and it is it is uh, erasable uh, with the. Um, uh, what do they call it? Dry, dry, dry erase markers, and and works just fine. I have one on my wall here, just right behind me, um, that I've that I've used, and I've used them in offices where I've actually lined a wall uh, with dry erase boards, and and used them quite a bit. So, and the reason is is because the difference. This is the uh, one sheet of shower board is twelve dollars. 
I think pretty much everybody in business knows what it what it costs to get a a whiteboard, and, yeah. and it's hundreds of dollars usually. Hundreds of dollars. Yes. yes. So uh, uh, that's my pick of the week, and and I, I I really enjoy using them. So if you want to try that out for dry erase work, uh, it's a great tool. So what do you got yeah, this yeah, week? Also, yeah, oh, also go ahead. If, uh, any any uh, young parents out there, and they want to they want to line the uh, <laughs> four feet of their of their game room or playroom walls, and there you go. The kids, the kids could write on that for twelve bucks an eight by four sheet, and it's save, a beautiful thing. My yeah. wife's even using this one to tutor with. There you go. Yeah. So, what's your pick this week? Uh, my pick is is a tool that I've had for a while, but uh, you know, really have to use better because I'm tired of websites having to go to websites saying forgot my password or forgot my username. It's uh, M Secure. M Secure is uh, it's a, you have to pay for it. I think back when I bought it, it was like five dollars. I don't know what it is now. Um, but anyway, it's a really good tool to load in account numbers and, and passwords and, and all your, your private information um, that is that is secure. You just have to remember one password to get into it, and then you have all your all your information. So I would uh, tout this this M secure. And I guess I guess I don't use it enough, but I've been starting to use it more. That that it, a notification came up and said, "Hey, you haven't backed up. You've made five changes, and uh, here's your here's your backup. What email should we send it to?" So yeah. That was pretty handy. Yeah, and and I've used it also for two or three years now, and I, I really enjoy the tool to my, myself, especially the older I get. <laughs> well, you know, the thing that gets me is uh, I go to a website not too often, and then I'm like, oh, I forget what I use, and whatever I put in, it's wrong. And then I go through the whole process of, uh, you know, figuring out what, you know, getting a new password or whatever, and then I happen to go look at M-Secure, and I never had it written in. So my, <laughs> my thing my thing is, is i got to use the got to use tool. it. <laughs> So that's, that's why I want to use it as a pick of the week to remind me to use it. There so you it's go. Really good. It's, it's good if you use it. Yep. Well, we appreciate everybody being with us today, and we hope you've enjoyed this topic, and we will talk to you all next week. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Man versus Business. Please note that neither Sean nor myself are business consultants. We just have a strong passion for discussing all things business. Please remember to visit sigmatree.co to see our other podcasts, our business ventures, and our blog. And by the way, you can also drop us a line from the message page. Again, thank you and have a good week. Mm -hmm.